Well, Jennifer Aniston has revealed intimate details about her past relationships in a brand new interview. For more, we're joined by entertainment editor Peter Ford. Pete, what she said? Well, she said a lot, and a lot of it's very powerful, a lot of it's very personal too, and she's kind of killed off a narrative which has gone on for many, many years. And it's the old lesson. We don't always know what is going on in someone else's life. I mean, these are stunning pictures they've put together, but the actual content of the interview, I guess the big takeaway from it is where she's talked about these years-long battles she had to fall pregnant by way of IVF. Now, why that is significant is because a lot of the, the gossip magazines have for a long time written that, oh, the, the relationship with Brad ended because she didn't want to have children. The relationship with Justin Thoreau ended because she didn't want to have children. All that kind of stuff. Now she's revealed that, in fact, she's been, she was, trying and trying for years and trying all sorts of things, not just IVF. She was drinking Chinese teas, giving everything a go to try and make that happen for her. Now she says, quote, the ship has sailed, unquote, so she's no longer trying. So she has this great sense of relief that she doesn't have to keep trying and being constantly disappointed but it's a very very interesting insight into what somebody was going through without making it public in any way shape or form so go online find it allure magazine yeah and i, I think one of the you know, as a woman when she says uh, i wish someone had told me to freeze yeah. my eggs I yeah, think that's exactly. like she, and she's never spoken about this stuff before. She's always deflected, and I think it's probably a good lesson that you never know what's going on in someone's life yeah, behind. Exactly. Yeah, it was a powerful interview. Um, Rihanna's latest project, Pete, has caused a stir online. Yeah, this is her annual fashion show. We talked about this in the lead-up, the Savage X Fenty fashion show number four. Uh, it's stunningly done, as you would expect it to be. It's a marketing exercise. Uh, and, of course, a lot of the focus have been on the fact that she had engaged Johnny Depp to appear in it. Well, he does appear in it. He kind of walks through a forest and rests up against a tree and then walks a few more metres then rests up against another tree. So I don't know if there's some hidden meaning to any of that, but it was fairly inoffensive but the very fact that she hired him a lot of feminist voices came forward and said you're letting the cause down by giving him a go gotta tell you Cara Delevingne looks sensational in it too there's been a bit of stuff about her recently how you know not looking great is she unwell is there an issue but you can see here boy she's absolutely stunning to look at so go and check out Savage X Fenty and Pete Michael Bublé fans have woken up to some pretty disappointing news yeah, the tour is off. Now, the tour is literally a couple of weeks, a couple of days away, really, from beginning. Now, they're saying logistical reasons. Um, I find that hard to believe. You know, Michael's very upfront and honest, and he's sticking to this narrative. He's currently on tour in South America, and he was then to come from South America to here for the concerts. Now, everything pushed back to June. Hang on to your seats for the alternate dates. You can get refunds if you need it. But it can't be... You know, I think it's got to be more than logistical issues. If, if there was a problem with his family, if he was sick, obviously the tour wouldn't be continuing in South America. If one of his kids was sick, likewise. So I just find it... My BS detector went off, basically, when I heard it was logistical reasons. But watch and wait and see. He will be here June of next year. OK, so it was due to be here next month. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about this for months. It's finally here. Season 5 
of the Crown is out. I know you watched last night, Pete. Yeah, I did too last night. I dropped around 7 o'clock last night. Ten episodes or so. I'm sure there'd be people who sat up all night binging it. Uh, it it's fascinating. We've got to remind ourselves it is a dramatisation. It's not a docker. It's not a fly-on-the-wall situation. Uh, I think in this series probably what is a little bit confronting, you've got to get over it, is the fact the actors don't look exactly like the people they're portraying. Now, of course, you don't cast lookalikes. You've got to You've got to get great actors who can find the essence of the people they're playing, like Dominic West as Prince Charles, like Melbourne's own Elizabeth Debicki as Princess Diana. But I think, uh, I think she does... You don't think she's, she looks... Yeah, she's got it. Yeah, yeah. She is the closest of them all. You know, she's just got it down pat. Yeah. Great local talent. Um, look, the first episode, a lot of it focuses on this supposed plot between Prince Charles and John Major to get the Queen to abdicate. Now, John Major, the former... Uh, Prime Minister of England has come forward and said that didn't happen. Now, if that is true, that is an enormous liberty to be taking in a storyline, even if it is a dramatisation, and of course you've got to make it interesting. But that's a hell of a story to just create out of nowhere if indeed it never happened. But look, I can't wait to watch two more tonight, so they got me in. <laughs> it sounded like a lukewarm review, but he's still, he's still great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. We'll <laughs> Thank check you. you later in the show.